0: Hello and welcome to episode 4 of the 20 Years of See Through 27 podcast. A podcast attempting to answer some of life's most perplexing questions, such as why did See Through only play at the Brickies in Norwich once? And why did Flatty only take one pair of pants for an eight day stint across Europe? I'm Richard Trigg, guitarist in the band and your host. And in today's episode, I'm joined by other See Through 27 guitarist, Andrew Flatty Flatman to see if we can answer these questions. Mr. Flatman, how's it going? Really well, cheers mate, yourself? I'm great, thank you very much. So as usual, we're gonna go back to the very start. When does your story start with the band? What's your earliest memory? Um, I always
1: think seafood was kind of born out of the ashes of our teenage bands, really. Yeah. Um, I think we started 2001, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the year before, 2000, um, I kind of remember that was when our other band fell apart.
0: Yeah, we just Got, kind of stopped, didn't we? Kind
1: of stopped. Um, and obviously that was with yourself and Paul. Yeah. Um, and then obviously Liam and Johnny were in Hookworm. Yeah. Um, so we'd all been in bands before, um, and then there was The Annex. The Annex, yeah. And it um, didn't seem like there was a lot going on, really, at that point, was there, yeah. really?
0: I remember going over to Johnny's and he was playing me something he'd done with Toby. Yeah. From Where did Johnny
1: live then? In Raiden. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And he'd played me something he'd been working on with Toby, which had Jess on it.
1: And, and that's, that's right.
0: When, and I remember that's when I first heard Jess, and I was like, Jess sounds great. Um, is, is
1: that them little demos they made in K-Land with Toby I
0: don't know I uh, think it might maybe. be but then I and I'd mm. just got um, like Cubase on an old yeah. Windows machine or whatever yeah and then at the Alex. yeah so I was then just knocking out tunes and you know, and I, I remember getting Jess sing on one. And yeah, so
1: I, I remember going around yours and you showed me... It must have been Beautiful Sky, right? Maybe one it, of those really early been. kind of things, yeah. Um, But I think the first memory of us actually playing was obviously that practice at Fuzzies. Oh, yeah, the first one. Yeah, because that was that, yeah. with uh, Joe Lefley yeah. and... It was Barry, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean there's took a picture.
0: That picture, yeah. With Lim, with, with the a stick. tree. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can remember that And then rehearsal. Adam
1: joined... Uh, did we sort out Adam through Joe? Yeah, that was yeah. later. That so was... I remember me and you went to see Adam. Didn't we did, we? yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. remember? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that happened, and then Joe left. Yeah, and then obviously Paul, innit? Yeah, that that was it, so and that that's was... how the lineup yeah. came together.
0: Two thousand. That was. But end I can't of remember maybe. our first
1: practice with the lineup, like uh, with Paul and Adam. Yeah, was it with Fuzzies as well?
0: Carty Paul couldn't remember this either. I can't remember.
1: Um, I remember what we were playing. We had, well, it was High School Killer, wasn't it? Yeah. That was one of our first tunes that we played. I can't, looking back on that now, I was like, how is that a good idea? Yeah, but, um, probably um, the
0: worst song we've <laughs> yeah, ever been involved yeah. in. Um, but you
1: recorded it at yours, that one as yeah, well? Yeah, I did, yeah. That's yeah. right. Our, our first gig was The Seagull, wasn't it? Mm, yeah. yeah. And then I think the second one was Blue Notes. We did one at cool, Blue Notes. Oh
0: yeah, it might have been with um, Ben Lever's band Shoot the Jester. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember? Yeah. Pretty yeah, I good do. gig. Yeah I don't remember playing it, but I do remember I remember the, it being pretty good. I do remember yeah. the the poster. I think I've got that poster somewhere.
1: Yeah. So that was um yeah it was good times back then. Podcasting C through twenty-seven a little bit like casting when you're birding, but with less bacon and less fish hooks.
0: In previous episodes so far we've talked about the old rehearsal spaces and obviously we just mentioned it mm-hmm. then but i mean for every band really rehearsal spaces are an important part of the story really it's you know the amount of time that you spend in rehearsal spaces yeah but what um what do you remember about the different rehearsal spaces that we've sort of been in with see-through over the years and what what do you think is your favorite rehearsal space that we've used over the years
1: um i think fa- we spent quite a long time at fat music did yeah we? um and that's where we wrote quite a lot of the early stuff or rehearsed it at least because yeah. um the earliest stuff was written at yours yeah that was in so that was in, um, so in southward yeah? yeah yeah that one fat records fat music yeah um and then we that was when baxter used to always come to our practices <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah good times I mean, there was a selection um, of people that just randomly hung about yeah yeah and then after that we kind of went to the sound house, I think. With it, after
0: that? With Marty, yeah. Yeah. And I remember yeah. going down there once and then this chap was there. And we were like, Who's he? And, no. and it was Marty. And then obviously yeah. then we began our relationship with Marty when he then went to the sound house and then we just started going there and um racking up debt there for the next few years. I always call
1: like the sort of two thousand and three to two thousand and six the golden years. Yeah. And that's when we were at, uh, went to the sound house and we started writing a lot of tunes in the room. Yeah. You know? We did, yeah. Um, all the sort of, like, The Good Life and Under Milk Wood, all of those, that era. Yeah. Um, shape Up or Shit Out, Radio N, that was all done in a room, wasn't it? Yeah. And I do kind of miss that. Yeah. But at the same time, I think it was quite difficult uh, towards the end of the golden years yeah. to do that because we're running out of not running out of ideas, but it seemed like it was a bit of a struggle.
0: It was, yeah. Yeah. We well, I don't think I don't think it was the most productive way. We did have a, a, a yeah. fleeting moment of productivity with it, didn't we, where we did yeah. them songs. But But when you that, write in
1: a room, sometimes you can you can sort of come up with an idea and it's just a non starter. Yeah. And it doesn't go anywhere. And that. there's a
0: lot of cooks in our band really, isn't yeah. there? Yeah. Um, a lot of people a lot of writing and a lot of different ideas which yeah. can be problematic, I suppose, just to have that met, that that much input. Do you remember yeah. rehearsing in that studio in London
1: on the day of the gig? Right. Oh, yeah, some yeah. gig. We
0: had. I think we had a couple of gigs, yeah. didn't we? We had a couple that of was gigs. Pretty something. cool. Yeah, it was brilliant, wasn't yeah.
1: it? Yeah. Yeah, I'd forgotten about that, but yeah. now you say it. It was like a sort of studio with loads of different rooms. Yeah. Wasn't it? It was. Yeah. yeah but I remember it being pretty cool.
0: I remember feeling like quite a big deal going in there it's pretty cool
1: yeah it felt like we had something happening yeah um it was yeah, yeah and
0: it felt quite far away from the days of being in fuzzy's garage yeah um do i have
1: fond memories of fuzzies but that's i'd say that was more lemma swoosh time podcast time see-through style
0: Okay then, over the past few episodes, I've asked people what their favourite ever see-through show is, and right. the answer's been pretty much the same answer, I think, so I thought I'd switch it up a little bit, okay, and ask you what the worst ever see-through show was. Um, I think
1: Colchester Arts Centre was pretty bad. Unbelievably bad, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you remember? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. obviously the, at the end with Jess and... And, and you were really pissed yeah. as well, and getting on the mic. We were, we all got... And I think got, you said something along the lines of To The Crowd, if you don't like it, then just fuck off. Yeah, I definitely did Something say like that. that, yeah. Something like that. Uh, mate, we looked
0: so bad. Definitely. thing yeah. is, we went into um, it quite tight, quite, you know, we were we were well rehearsed. I think we, we were in a good place. Yeah, yeah. and that was the problem, because we went to the we pub. We got pissed, Yeah. We? <laughs> <laughs> we were like, this is going to be brilliant. Yeah. Went to the pub. Worst idea ever. And it ever. went tits up. Yeah. Yeah, that one sticks out for me. <laughs> I rem, I rem, I remember. What about so- yourself? Yeah, that. Yeah. Um Liam reminded me the other day though at that at that show we someone had brought a tape recorder. Right. And I did. I, I'd forgotten about this until he said about it. But he had a. Yeah, he said that someone had a tape recorder. Um, Paul was playing Osric Tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> and gave the tape recorder to Adam who had just joined the band basically who then walked in to the venue, the art centre, with it on his shoulder playing Osric Tensor. Oh my
1: course. god, I remember that now. That was amazing. <laughs> that was hilarious.
0: I mean just to add um insult to injury because obviously then we then god, got we drunk were and such it was a nightmare, weren't we? And then it was horrendous. So we looked Who's Whose ghetto blaster was it anyway? I had no idea, probably Paul's. <laughs> who knows? But it was oh Wow uh, That was a funny, funny memory. Um, I remember it being a good day up until the point we actually played yeah it definitely was yeah Yeah. so the the shows after that the shows were were okay but what do you reckon the strangest show is I mean like we back in the day we used to get put on some really stupid bills with metal bands and hip hop bands and we we even did shows with like drum and bass people do you remember like it was pretty weird billing but there's been some strange shows like where we played in in someone's house. Do you remember that? A house party, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was a bit that odd. was pretty cool. Yeah. I don't, there's just been some really strange... The one in Mendham was a bit weird as well, Amendum. wasn't it? Mendham. That's right. the one... Uh, that gig near Halsworth. Johnny right. turned up late. Really pissed. I don't know. That happened quite a few times, obviously. Yeah. Um, some weird... Weird... Um, weird shows over the years. Um Yeah. I wouldn't change it for nothing, though. No. And we played with some cool bands... As well, you know. Yeah. Who, who do you think are the bands that stood out for you that you can remember? I think some of my fondest,
1: like, memories of playing at the Arts Centre. Right. Like, uh, Wombat Wombat. Yeah. So, some of them bands, like Violet Violet. Yeah. They were one of my favourites. But yeah. they were, played with us again at the Arts Centre, didn't they? Yeah. In tw- 2013. Yeah. yeah. They're definitely one of my favourites. But what I was just wondering, you might be able to help me on this, like when we played with like any sort of heavy bands you know um, rock bands they would have been London more
0: yeah I remember a great band we played with once called Nex do you remember them yeah in London yeah. Um, I Um know who do you think had the biggest impact on you as a band I mean they don't need to be they don't need to be just the local bands they could be mm-hmm. bands that we've played with or you know supported
1: I'll tell you did we you know that band Innocence or Otherwise yeah that really liked them. Yeah, can't remember the name. The guy, the name of the guys, the front man Bert. That's it, Bert. Yeah, loved those guys. I, I think that's probably my, the one that sticks out for me. Yeah, so really yeah, like those guys. They yeah. played with us at the brewery. Yeah,
0: yeah, they played with us loads of times. So, Bert. Um, yeah, who else supported us at the brewery in that golden era? Always Dacro, wasn't it? Really. Yeah. Um, yeah. but we had um. Womble's band um, yeah. called Your Loss. Lost. They played with us. Um, Five Mile Drive played yeah. with us. Yeah, um,
1: yeah. Now I loved Burt's band. They were really good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you want to check out... Um, so Brad, the guitar player, is in a new band called Pray Drive in Norwich. You want to check them out? Yeah. Really cool. What see-through song do you think you have the strongest emotional connection to? Um...
1: It always used to be lyrical force. Okay. Because that was always my favourite to play at the gig. Yeah. Um, it just had that slightly darker vibe to yeah. it than the others. And just the pounding drums on the verse. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, and just Johnny's lyrical pressure on it. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, it used to just go off at shows. Yeah. But um, as I got older, I think now it would be how many you kiss. Okay, yeah. 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 Um, just the 2013 shows just that that particular song went off yeah in a big way so yeah I think How Many You Kissed to be honest out of the older stuff yeah um, newer stuff probably Stargazing I reckon of course yeah Yeah, because it is emotional yeah it is and it's probably the yeah. most
0: emotional we've ever gone with a song I think yeah I mean that's down and to I love Johnny it. but
1: I love um, the emotion in music anyway yeah so what it's all about yeah you know and I love Johnny's um, the way he flows on, on how you've done it on the demo hopefully we'll replicate it but it's kind of sort of an overlappy yeah spiralling down a of lives yeah delivery yeah, yeah and it's really cool it is I yeah. love
0: it so yeah. do you think Lyrical Force is your favourite track to perform live then as well
1: Um not now okay. how many you kiss probably alright but both songs kill my hands.
0: Okay, yeah, they're the same thing all the way through, right? <laughs> yeah. Just about.
1: And I've noticed since I've got older, that's got worse.
0: Okay. Yeah. Everything's got worse as we've got older, mate. Yeah. Um, lactic acid builds up quicker now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, what's your most embarrassing moment in C3? Oh,
1: God, that's a hard one. Probably my appearance of every single show between two thousand and one <laughs> and six okay because uh, I didn't understand that you had to wear clothes that fit right, and my bloody dreadlocks oh, I was a st- I looked a bloody state uh, I, no, think, but, um, uh, embra- I think it was a strong moment. character mate I think it was a strong character <sighs> <laughs> it's embarrassing me f- for me to look at that <laughs> now, but that was that's the old scatty me right I guess um best left in the past really um, talk, thinking about a particular moment yeah
0: a particular moment
1: luckily I haven't had too many on stage but I think maybe getting us banned from the Brickies was quite a bad one
0: forgot about that yeah, yeah. good one so that was Spoken. we did a we did a showcase for a, a label called Integrity Records who were who were going to sign us which was like amazing and Wombat Wombat um, yeah threw together a showcase for us and it was just rammed it was really cool mm. the show was great and was
1: that the one where we took the coach along and all that yeah 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 that was great yeah and then awesome. you managed
0: to yeah get us banned from the brickmakers yeah, in Norwich I, I
1: stupidly smoked up a joint outside and she she caught me and she d- kicked off pretty hard about it to be honest she was like I could lose my license blah 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 Which is obviously pretty anti. Yeah, well, fair Um, enough, but... Yeah, (laughs) of course. Um, Some pubs in Norwich you can just get aware of it, but obviously not there. Yeah, Um, so um,
0: that ended our stint of being able to play at Brickmakers.
1: Yeah, sorry about that. (laughs) Well,
0: funny story now, though. Indeed. Um, (laughs) What do you reckon is the most quintessential see-through song? So, like, if you could show one see-through song to someone who's never heard of the band which one would you show them
1: I think I've, I'm torn between two really yeah go on uh, Radio N Hunt, yeah that's mine because obviously you know we're, it's normally our opener yeah just a banger isn't it yeah um, straight up banger um, and then the other one would be Shape Up or Shit Up probably okay yeah I, don't, I think that song doesn't get the love it deserves sometimes it's great tune great chorus brilliant I think, harmony on it as well yeah yeah I you love know, it's that it's a great tune I mean Radio um, Wind though, just
0: kind of probably got a bit of everything in it I suppose
1: yeah it's got a bit of a hip hop feel but it's still got the rock yeah um, and I think I just play the simplest thing Everyone, it's just yeah. the bass line over yeah. the top but that's all you need to do yeah and uh, Johnny carries it Paul's got a fat hip hop beat and it's just
0: yes. a great blend the other one, which is, is worthy of a mention, I think, for me, would be Under Milk Wood. Yes. I think that's got the same essence as Radio And You could show that to someone and they can get the, the gist of what, what Seafood is about, really.
1: Absolutely. And um, I've got good memories of that from the early era, like Exit. Yeah. played it amazing there. Yeah. Um, if you look back on the video, it's really cool. Yeah. Really good moment. But, um, yeah, a recording of that is pretty cool. Yeah, I loved, loved um when you, and the video, yeah, love it. I love that. Actually, you've done a really good job on the syncing it as well. Like, Thanks, mate. yeah, it looks natural. Yeah, like even the bits where I'm doing the backing vocals, you've got them in there. Yeah, that looks really cool. Yeah, I watched it the other day. It's good, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and it's good to use but that footage. It's
1: not as good as the running video. Oh, okay, yeah. That. If no one's seen that, by the way, uh, check it out on our YouTube. Yeah. Um, I won't say what it is, um, leave it for the surprise, but yes, it's awesome. It's a bit of fun, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Um, Inspired by Alfie. It was, yeah. <laughs> um, we, you mentioned it earlier, but like we've spent so much time over the years travelling about in, in vans and stuff. Yeah. What is your favourite or most memorable on-the-road story? Obviously, there's a few I can think of. Um yeah, the car fire springs to mind, obviously. But oh,
1: don't. We'll briefly go into it. Yeah.
0: um we We're recording with Robin. Yeah, we're doing demos for
1: Radio Wave. Yeah, which is a funny session. Yeah, brilliant weekend, wasn't it? it, it I thought odd, but yeah, odd ups and downs. Yeah, tears the lot. Yeah. Incredible. um It all started going downhill when we went back to the car and the stereo bin. That was right. Yeah, and all my tapes as well. Yeah. I was gutted, um, and I just remember you when we were leaving. You're like, "Don't worry, we've got we've got the tunes on my phone." And you started putting ringtones on. Right, nice. <laughs> Did you remember that? No. Hilarious. Yeah, and then we were driving back. About halfway back, and uh, we stopped at a petrol station, and uh, we were like, we "Really, should sort these wires out, you know?" Yeah. not we? Didn't yeah. we? We didn't. No. We were driving and then there was a bit of smoke coming out of the dashboard. You said, put your hand
0: in there, that's well hot in there. Did I? Yeah.
1: Right. And then smoke started coming out and you were like, stop. Yeah. Stop now.
0: We've got a problem. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So we got out and then before long, you obviously risked your life to get the stuff out. Got
0: a bit of it out, yeah.
1: But didn't get to my effects pedal at the bottom. But it went completely up. Burnt to a shell, wasn't
0: it? Standing at the side of the road watching the car just... I, I think I cried. It was pretty I horrendous. Think, yeah, it really. It was like really early Probably hours the in the morning. Probably the most
1: shocking thing that's happened to me, I reckon. Still.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's, um, it's but definitely in terms up there.
1: of funny, I think Corfe Castle was oh,
0: there. the Dorset trip.
1: <laughs> yeah. So we played a gig in London, uh, Bullinggate.
0: Maybe Bullinggate. Yeah. I think it, it was a one-off. There. Yeah.
1: Don't think we ever. Did. It was a good gig, and um, we were already pretty pissed. Yeah. And someone said, shall we go and see Jane in Dorset?
0: Someone. And Ginge
1: was like driving the van and he was like, yeah, I'm up for it. Okay, yeah. But who was there in the van? Oh, I can't. Julie was there. No idea. Julie was there. Yeah. Um, We drove down there and I remember Ginge dropping us off for a piss.
0: No, we broke down, didn't we? Oh, is that what it was? We broke down, but because we were all bundled in the back of a van with no seats... When I was the, drinking cider. When the AA came, we couldn't all be in there. So we all got out of the motorway somewhere between London and Dorset. Yeah. And had to walk along the motorway whilst waiting for the AA or whoever to come out and fix the van. And Yeah. <sighs> we finally we yeah. got
1: there. And by that point, we were f- pissed yeah. as as. We got there. We went, I remember vaguely, it's so f- like vague by this point. We went into our house and they mm. were all sleeping. Everyone was, yeah, it was about
0: five in the morning. And
1: then I remember going into the garden. And there was loads of tents and stuff, and then we were like, shall we go to the castle? Yeah, that's right. And we broke into the castle, and you were like, pulling Julie up, going, come on, get over there! So yeah, that was just funny, and we went to the top of the castle, and then in the morning, there was this parade There thing. was, yeah. And we got stuck in that.
0: Like Morris Men or something. Yeah. And then uh, drove, drove back. Yeah.
1: Crazy mission, Com- mate.
0: Completely pointless mission. I
1: love those, they're the best ones. Well yeah that was spontaneous
0: as well. It was funny. They're the um, best ones. What are you looking forward to most about see-through being back and what do you think the the future or the foreseeable future holds for the band?
1: Well, I'll firstly say that I'm just really loving being back. yeah it's amazing um, and I love all of the new music yeah um it's more it's got a maturity to it. yeah I think it's on another level yeah to what we were doing before and I'm really excited about recording it and really looking forward to the tracks after that as well. Yeah. It's got some really good ideas lined up there. Yeah.
0: How has it been being back in a room with everyone again? Do you think it feels different this time around or is the bullying worse now?
1: The bullying's worse now, right. <laughs> I reckon. Or maybe it's just the same. I don't know. It seems to be worse. Right. But that's a good thing because it's um that's part of the fun of being in a room with people, right? Yeah. I Having think so, a laugh. Yeah. But I really enjoy just being in a room playing in a band with people. That's just that's why you do it and it just just feels great. The thing that's different now is we play to a click. Yeah. But I, I actually think again, I think Liam said it before, like it's it's probably a better thing. Yeah. Because um we did have issues before where we'd probably play everything a bit too fast. Mm. It makes it more focused.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I think playing to a click allows you to kind of be more comfortable with the pace and the, especially for Johnny, like being the same each time and the delivery yeah. of his vocal. Consistency. Consistency, yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, that's right. Um, so that's
1: a big change. Yeah. Another big change would be we haven't written these songs in a room. Yeah. Um, obviously, you and Johnny have been sort of the driving force of the writing. Yeah. But I'm I'm totally happy with that because at the end of the day the content is great, yeah. And I'm I'm just happy to play those parts, yeah. Because I I know that it works. Yeah. I can hear that it works. Um, but before obviously had a bit more involvement with coming
0: up with my own guitar licks and stuff. But, well, uh, some of those songs, yeah. But I mean, if you look at like how many you kiss was written, um, in the annex. Um, yeah. Who wrote the guitar lick? Uh, I I wrote that in Toby Doyle's garage when we were smoking out one day like many many moons ago over in South Wales on a nylon string guitar cool um, oh yeah it was as well wasn't it yeah, yeah but uh, again like I just think some of them songs we've been lucky and just pulled out of the air and some yeah
1: radio when all of those were pulled out of the air yeah. in a room yeah. You know? yeah but sometimes it's funny I remember Liam saying back in the day where do these songs come from
0: yeah
1: they just happen
0: Sometime and the best
1: music that we came up with I'd never felt that it was a struggle to write them. They, yeah. re- they wrote themselves. They did, yeah. Yeah.
0: And same
1: I- with any music really. Um when I'm making my own music, like I just find when you're writing it must have been the same when you're doing these new tunes. Yeah. They wrote themselves, right? Yeah, I think so. Was it quite easy for you? Yeah.
0: Like I remember like one of the new songs, um, if you remember, I just had this vocal, and I don't understand where it came from. I, I've probably nicked it from somewhere, but yeah, um, I just had this vocal, and I texted you, didn't I? I was like, can you record me some vocals that go like this? Yeah, so then put you've them been down doing that quite a lot. And then um, just wrote the guitar around that. I but guess that's probably been my biggest involvement in the writing process, is doing backing vocals. Kind of crucial, though, because it kind of dictates where, especially on that song, yeah. I, um, it, it was all built around that. The whole yeah, song, yeah. so. Um, but like I think it was Paul who was saying. Essentially, it is like how we were originally writing all them original C through songs. Anyhow, yeah, it was, me and Johnny. It, just it, it was it out. you and Johnny to yeah, start with rough um, demos, and then. But it's good. That's good
1: for writing because you you come up with the what it is first, and yeah. you know that it works. Yeah. And it's been quite easy for us to get them going, and it like yeah. live. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's been. I never remember it being a struggle or like being like, oh, no, this is too much or anything no. like that. Yeah. So it's good. Yeah. And um, I think we're getting pretty much ready to do it now.
0: Yeah, well, when this comes out, we'll be at the mill in this tracking the new record, which would yeah. be cool. And it would have been eight and a half years since we were even last in the studio um, together mm. doing anything, which mm. was the Under grid mm. sessions we did. Yeah. But out of all of the studio sessions that we've ever done... Um, what's been your favourite studio experience with C3 do you think and why do you reckon that is
1: Uh, it's quite easy for me this one Uh, the Mill uh, Radio N EP yeah Yeah, absolutely that Um, I really enjoyed working with Johnny Cole yeah and Dave engineered it as well did a good job great drum sounds but that was the most that we'd ever picked apart what we'd done um, with a producer yeah I think yeah that was quite fun. I, I I mean, I I remember being not as open-minded to changes as I should have been yeah. at the time, but it worked out great. You're
0: famously quite precious about some ideas.
1: I do, because when I sort of like something, it's yeah. like, I hold on to that, Yeah. but it's maybe a weakness, I don't know. But um, I think that was all of the stuff that Johnny Cole did sort of added a bit of an extra vibe Absolutely. to it. Absolutely, yeah, yeah.
0: And, um, I think he became uh, the seventh member of the band for that month or two when he we were did. making that record. He, yeah,
1: he, he seemed to enjoy it himself and get into it. Yeah. But I remember it being really funny as well. Hilarious time. Yeah. The bands.
0: There was lots of bands.
1: Yeah. We were on form.
0: Yeah. It was great, wasn't it?
1: Um, um but yeah, uh, you can
0: hear from that record, just listen to it, how great it worked, turned out. Mm. I stayed at a petting zoo in Garb whilst we made Radio End by myself. Yeah, you didn't camp in the garden, did you? Weird Hell place. no. That was alright. No, I stayed at a petting zoo, um, uh, but I didn't realise... Had, they had the caravan, didn't they? The caravan, yeah. yeah. I think, I believe the caravan's still there. I mean, that's... Is it? When this comes out, we'll probably be sitting in the caravan, huddled around the wireless, listening to you on the podcast. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, so, I mean, you mentioned yeah. it earlier, a little briefly, about the creative process this time round. but do you think you've approached it differently yourself to how you would have done in the past, the creative process and the playing? and Yeah. Hang uh, on. It's, it's def- Hang on. Fucking Gemma, dog.
1: I think so, yeah. Um, I think it's been more a case of we've written the tracks already. Yeah. So it's just a case of sort of learning them. Right. So it's more learning rather than writing. Right. But I've, I've been totally, like I said before, I've been totally happy to do that because I love all the parts anyway, how you've wrote them. Uh, there's been a few extra sort
0: of um, spicy
1: bits that we've yeah. added, yeah. which is
0: cool. Um, you seem to be taking but, a, quite a big role with the backing vocals with Johnny yeah, this time around.
1: Yeah, uh, Johnny's been really sort of vocal on what he wants me to do and yeah. stuff which has been quite a challenge for me. There's a lot of it. Yeah, uh, it's quite... It's difficult doing two things at once, Yeah, you know? Um, Some of the things we've had to change about just so I can do that. Yeah. Um, But I think that will really develop more after we've recorded and then obviously rehearsing for the show. Yeah. But yeah, it's fun. I love all that stuff. And um, yeah, it's just good fun, really.
0: Yeah, I mean, it sounds great. What's your... Proudest or most unforgettable moment in the band so far?
1: There's a couple. I think Radio NEP's the proudest thing that we've created so far. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, but um, in terms of achievements, I think just going to Serbia that first time Yeah, and the whole driving there thing Yeah, and the, just how big it felt at the time, it was just such a big thing for us. Yeah.
0: Do you remember on the... Um on the uh, in the van or bus, whatever you want to call it, on the on Mini the way, us, yeah, on the way there. Do you remember um, how many times you had your pants pulled down?
1: Over ten. Over ten. <laughs> <laughs> Double figures, innit? it? And on the way back, you sprayed my hair with shaving foam.
0: That's true. And, sh- and sugar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is in, that what it was? In dreadlocks. Yeah. <laughs> Nightmare. I probably smelled better. <laughs> that that same pair of shorts yeah. the whole weekend. I mean, I, I've told that story many times, but I mean, I might as well just tell it now. It was, I said to you, um, how many pairs of pants have you got? And he goes, well, I've got one and I've got,
1: <laughs> and I've got
0: this pair of shorts, but that's all right because I didn't sweat. Is that what I said? Yeah. That I didn't sweat then. Of course you didn't. It was only about 35 fucking, degrees for about now. eight days. Um, but funny times.
1: I got aware of it though. Did you? I think so. Okay.
0: No one complains. <laughs>
1: yeah true story um but yeah what about um communal backwash
0: yeah we had cool. a, what was that a five litre tub of water that just yeah, constantly the, yeah yeah and out. then
1: we had obviously beer the whole time as well the lav 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 on the way yeah so remember the home straight we were listening to oasis yeah weren't we yeah with the lav and driving we on it through
0: or well, driving past bosnia
1: we were on a high then. Yeah, that was good. That, was, that was what a moment. I think it's
0: because we'd picked up loads of beer. Yeah. And we had been beerless for about 24 hours at that point, just drinking warm, Most Cano. incredible trip of my life, honestly. Yeah, it was special. Yeah. Um, so finally, imagine if you could put on your dream local show. Who, right? Who's playing? Who's headlining? Who's supporting? What's the venue? Go. Okay.
1: Well, I know that this isn't possible now, but Cherry Wax Headlining. Okay, nice. But yeah, yeah RIP Dunks. Um, crawl Blinds. You want Crawl Blinds to support Ni- Cherry Wax? 99. All oh, right. In 99 era.
0: Are they supporting Cherry Wax?
1: Yeah, I think Cherry Wax would headline, because right. they're my favourite. This is so, a, yeah. quite
0: an eclectic bill there. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um,
1: I think Seafood would have to be on there somewhere. Okay. Surely, come on. Right. Um, uh Dacrophilia, open, right. s- opening set. Nice. Get get the vibes going with some 80s pop. Right? Brilliant.
0: And where, where, where's it happening? Uh, at the brewery. At the brewery. Yeah, it'd have to be. So, dream local show, we're saying dacrophilia opening. Yeah. See through, crawl blind, cherry whacked, at yeah. the brewery. Something for everyone. Ace. Awesome. It's been fun chatting.
1: Nice.